1230 KHAS. We're back at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, as we get you sent for the men's game here tonight between Hastings and Dakota Westlands. We'll spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Bill Gavers and coach after uh, back-to-back wins over Midland and, and Mount Barnea. I think we found this uh, a winning combination here. Yeah, I think the big thing is, you know, we've won the effort areas. We've played extremely hard, and we've done it for 40 minutes. The first time we played Mount Marty, we talked about we played 36 minutes, we were up 10, and then didn't finish the game. Last time in Hastings, uh, Saturday, Sunday, excuse me, we moved the game to Sunday, uh, we did 40 full minutes, and it was impressive, and it was good to see our guys play with that passion for 40 minutes. Tough road trip here on uh, Wednesday uh, to Mitchell, but the guys have to be uh, locked in today. Yeah, no question. I mean, we talk all year about controlling the things that we can control. Obviously, none of us control when we play somebody or what time we play somebody. So our guys getting ready. Uh, we went to Pitt State on the same day, and that was a longer trip. And I thought our effort there was really, really good. And we talked actually on that day about going to Pitt State that it was going to be very similar to going Dak West on January 22nd. So we planted that seed back then, and and our guys I think responded that day, and I think they'll respond tonight last two games we just played with uh, a lot more energy and that's really been a difference hasn't it? yeah i mean that's the key is you got to play hard you got to play for 40 minutes and we know that the teams in this league are awfully good and we feel like we're awfully good and so um that's what separates sometimes is you just getting extra possessions out working a guy making a play here and there and we had a lot of different guys make plays on sunday we come to a place, uh, the Corn Palace, been playing here for a long time, but we've had some uh, good success here recently. Yeah, we really have had good success, and our guys have always played well in the Corn Palace. Uh, it's a really neat environment. There's always a good crowd. It's always sold out, and so I think it's easy to get energized and motivated to play uh, at the Corn Palace. In the last couple of years, we've had good success uh, winning ball games. Brendan Leposki the other day, uh, unbelievable, 34 points in the ball game against uh, the Lancers. Yeah, it was really good to see out of lip. He just played with tremendous passion and shot the ball extremely well. He was in what we call the zone. Uh, he was feeling it, and uh, he got downhill early in the game, made some baskets at the rim, and then obviously was shooting the three well, and, and he took really good rhythm threes. And we've done a really good job offensively of moving the ball and sharing the ball, and that's resulted in good shooting percentages. Did we do something to, to get him open last week? Not really. I mean, honestly, we just moved in our motion offense. Um, I think we shared the ball. I think we made the extra pass when we needed to. Uh, we did a really good job in the Mount Marty game of controlling tempo. Uh, Mount Marty wants 90 possessions, wants to play fast, and our guys played slower. And, you know, we did some pressing on them, but not anything hard trapping, just 2 2 1 soft to slow the tempo down. And I thought we really executed our game plan to a T. Leposki maybe overshadowed uh, the performance that Mason Heemstra turned in. He had a, a double-double as well. Mason was simply amazing. Number one, he guarded the, uh, an All-American in Chris King and held him 6-for-16 from the field. And Mason's not afraid to guard the best player on the other team, and that's what makes him special is he likes those challenges. As a freshman, that's really, really hard to find. His mindset is just really unbelievable. And then he scores 20 points and gets 12 rebounds. As a 5'11", 6-foot guard, he gets 12 rebounds. And that's just effort. That's just passion. So now we got to Dakota Wesleyan, a team that's 17 and three on the season, nine and two in the conference. Uh, they're in the upper tier. This is one of the teams they need to be. Yeah, well, I think everything starts with Ty Hoagland. I mean, you know, talking about an All-American caliber player, a guy that uh, really could be uh, playing in the Summit League. I mean, he's that good, um, and he's done it for a number of years. Uh, last year, I think he was second in voting for Player of the Year. I voted for him Player of the Year because he's he's special. He's a great leader. If you watch him in warm-ups, he's always communicating to his guys. Very unselfish player. But, boy, can he score the ball when they need points, and that's something that we've got to be ready. We've got to guard him with five guys. We've got to build walls, and we've got to make him work on the defensive end by running him through screens and making him work. 
They've had uh, some changes on on this team, so we really don't know who's going to be out there. But they they got some guys that can really hurt you, right? And they've got some guys that, that since their changes, since they've lost some guys for different reasons, uh, they've had some guys step up that weren't playing. Mason Larson can really play; he can score the ball with seven for eight at Midland. Um, Oppold, Colin Oppold has you know averaged about fifteen points the last three or four games. He stepped up for him. McLeod had twenty five against Dort when Hoagland did not play, and they beat Dort at home without Hoagland, without Harden without Smiley. So you're talking about uh, a yeoman's effort, and McLeod had 25 points. If you give McLeod space from 26, 27, 28 feet, he's going to bury, and so we've got to be aware of that. This is a team that's uh, kind of in love with the three-pointer, too, aren't they? They shoot a lot of them. They really do, and and they're one of the, the – the teams left that not many people do it, but they really run a lot of motion stuff. They screen you. They run flare screens. They run back screens. They run down screens. They run cross screens. And not a lot of teams do that. There's more ball screen stuff, um, more dribble drive action now. But they're really hard guard because they move the ball well, they share it, and they screen and cut. Now, they'll run some high ball screen, particularly for Hoagland, because he's that kind of player. And then sometimes they'll just get out of his way and go one four low. Um, but he can hurt you in a lot of different ways. That's what makes him special. Defensively, they're giving up only 67 points per ball game. They're, they're eighth in the nation that, in that category. What do you like about their defense? I think they're long. They're, they got length, you know, and they're hard to get to the rim against because of their length. Um, they also play, they're not really trying to run up and down the floor. It's really contrasting styles. We just played Mount Marty, who wants boom, 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 up, down, up, down. Now, uh, Dakota Wesleyan wants to slow it down. They're only playing six guys frequently. So you got guys playing 35, 38, 39. Hoagland will probably play 40 minutes. And so they're not really pushing the ball and playing with pace. We want to speed them up. We want them to have to work against some full-court pressure. We want to have them work just to get the ball up the floor uh, because, you know, we can play with pace, and our bigs do a good job of running and sitting inside and demanding the ball. What do we got to do to be successful tonight? Well, number one, I think we've gotten so much better defensively, Mike, since the beginning of the year. Uh, We've got everybody dialed in. We're rotating better. We're communicating better. And we're going to have to be great on the defensive end tonight. And then offensively, we've got to continue to move the ball, share the ball, play inside out. Bart Hiscock's still a tough matchup for everybody, and I anticipate Dak West running double teams at him. And so we've got to have movement on post touches when he gets it. We can't stand and watch, uh, even though he sometimes is capable, as you saw at Midland, scoring over two or three guys by himself. We've got to get good movement when he touches it in the post. Okay, go ahead. Thanks, Mike. Bill Gavers, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around, starting lineups in the play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan tonight on 1230 KHAS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. 
So get you ready for the men's game here tonight between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. The scoreboard now complete in the G back on the women's side of things tonight. Again, Hastings picking up a win over Dakota Wesleyan. The score 82 to 58. A surprise, Briar Cliff knocked off uh, Northwestern tonight, winning by the score of 77 to 67 in Orange City. We're going to see uh, Briar Cliff on Saturday afternoon in Hastings. And Concordia was able to beat Morningside tonight in women's basketball. The score, 85-61. to 61. Hastings College and Dakota Wesleyan in men's college basketball. Coming up next, the Broncos are 11-10 and 10 on the season. Hastings sitting at 4-7 and seven in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Broncos have won their last two games in a row. Having good outings at Midland the other night, winning over the Warriors by the score of 90-70. to And then picking up a win on Sunday afternoon, almost by the identical score, 87-70. to So Hastings has won two games in a row. They've won three out of their last four, coupled with the uh, previous weekend when Hastings beat Jamestown and uh, lost to Concordia. So Hastings currently sitting at 11-10 and on the season, 4-7. and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Still in eighth place, though, in the uh, conference standings. They'll be facing a team tonight in Dakota Wesleyan that is ranked number 10 in the country. The Tigers are sitting at 17-3 and on the season. They are 9-2 and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. This team has won their last three games in a row, winning over Northwestern in Orange City, 73-69. Then he picked up a win over Dort here at home, 71-70. to And they went on the road last Sunday and beat Midland by a score of 73-59. to Dakota Wesleyan is hitting 47% of their field goal tries so far this year, 34% from three-point territory, 75% from the free-throw line. They out-rebound their opposition by five, 36-31. to and they don't commit too many turnovers. Ten turnovers for Dakota Wesleyan. They force 12 on the opposite end. Tigers are averaging 79 points per ball game on offense. They're giving up 67 on the defensive end. This team is uh, very good. They're eighth in the country in scoring defense, giving up those 67 points per ball game. They are number nine in the country in total rebounds on defense. Grabbing almost 31 of those things per ball game. And Ty Hoagland is a, be the guy you're going to hear a lot of here tonight. Hoagland, the 12th best scorer in the Great Plains Athletic Conference and uh, the nation. He's ranked number 12 in the nation in the points per game, averaging 21.8 points per ball game for the Tigers. He's hitting 50% of his field goal tries and 44% from three-point territory. But they got another couple of guys that can really uh, shoot the basketball. Mason Larson, he had 23 points against Midland on Sunday afternoon. Then uh, Colin Oppold, he had 18 points against the uh, Warriors on Sunday afternoon. So a tough task here for the Hastings College men's basketball team, but the Broncos have had some success in this building. In fact, the last two years we have come here, Hastings has been able to, to beat Dakota Wesleyan here at the Corn Palace. Last year was an exciting 79-77 win for the Broncos. And Hastings went home and lost to the Tigers 
by 1979-60. Again, the, the previous year, Hastings also able to, to pick up a win here in Mitchell. So let's hope that the history repeats itself here tonight as the Broncos get ready to take on the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers in men's college basketball. We'll take a break. We'll come back, check the starting lineups as we continue with Bronco basketball on 1230 KHAS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned. Locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you tonight here on 1230 KHAS and online at HastingsLink.com. Bronco basketball brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, and by the Hastings College Foundation. This is the 47th all-time meeting between these two schools in men's basketball. Dakota Wesleyan holds a 31-15 lead in the all-time series after splitting uh, the matchups last season. And Hastings has won their last two games in three out of four. The Tigers have won their last three games in a row. As we get tonight, Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. We'll get you the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings will go this way here tonight. Mason Heemstra will get a start for the Broncos. Heemstra, a six-foot freshman out of Alliance. He is averaging 8.3 points and five rebounds per game. Brennan Leposki, a six foot four inch senior, he's the GPAC player of the week this week after his performance last week. He scored 34 points in the ballgame against uh, Mount Barney on Sunday. Leposki, the six foot four inch senior out of Sandy Creek, the transfer from Nebraska Omaha. Logan Kale is another starter for the Broncos, a six foot senior out of Lincoln. He is averaging 7.8 points and 3.1 rebounds per game. Bart Hiscock, the six foot six inch senior out of Bennington, he is averaging 21 points. And he's also, uh, the lights just went out on us as they get ready for the, the uh, introductions here for uh, Dakota Wesley. And so Bart Hiscock will get a start here for uh, Hastings College in the ball game tonight. Hiscock, the six foot six inch senior from Bennington. Averaging 21 points and eight and a half rebounds per game. Zach Kitten is the other starter for the Broncos. Kitten is six foot five and senior out of Hastings St. Cecilia. He's averaging 8.8 points and 5.2 
rebounds for ball game. So the lights are off here at the uh, Corn Palace as we get ready for the introductions for Dakota Wesley in the 10th ranked team in the country here tonight. And the Tigers are sitting at 17-3, and 9-2 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Actually lower the scoreboard here at the Corn Palace and play a, a little video presentation to a jammed house here. I, I just love coming up here because this place is usually full and it's a full to the Raptors again tonight here in Mitchell. Dakota Wesleyan will start to Colin Oppold. Oppold is a six foot four inch sophomore from Sioux Falls. He is averaging 4.6 points and 2.9 rebounds per game. Colin Kramer is a uh, six foot seven inch senior from Volga, South Dakota. Kramer is averaging 4.8 points and 5.5 rebounds per game. Mason Larson is a six foot seven inch sophomore out of Langford, South Dakota. Larson is averaging 4.8 points and 2.6 rebounds per game. Samuel McLeod, a six foot eight inch senior from Rapid City, South Dakota. McLeod is averaging 10 points and 5.8 rebounds per game. And then the uh, other starter for uh, Dakota Wesleyan is going to be Ty Hoagland. Hoagland's a good one. He's a six foot three inch senior from Dull Rapids, South Dakota. He is averaging 21.9 points and three rebounds per ball game. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Now with three locations in the city of Hastings, 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and at 322 North St. Joe. Hastings will be in their crimson uniforms here tonight, their white trim. Dakota Westland in their, their baby blue uniforms, almost like a North Carolina blue tonight with their white numerals. Ball is in the air, and Hastings controls the opening tap. So the Broncos have the ball for the first time. Hastings and Dakota Westland in men's college basketball for the Bronco women won the opening ball game. Here's Kitten driving the ball to the free throw line. Throws it out here now to uh, Bart Hiscock. They get ball back inside to Kitten with his back to the basket. Kitten kicks it out to Heemstra for three shot good. Mason Heemstra, who had 20 points in the ball game the other afternoon against the Mount Marty on Sunday, hits the uh, first basket of the ball game here. Three to nothing is the score. Hastings grabs the lead over Dakota Wesleyan. Here's a Hoagland with the ball out here in three point territory. Heemstra, our best defender, will guard him all night long. Here's Samuel McLeod with the ball. Goes over to a Hoagland on the far Left side, cross-court pass. There's a long-range jumper. It's going to be put up there. It's going to be no good by Kramer. Rebound comes down to Hastings. That's a Heemstra with the ball. Heemstra moves it down to uh, Barney Hiscock down here in the corner. To Leposki. Now to Heemstra for three. Shot good. Mason Heemstra hits his first two shots, both three-pointers. And the Broncos are out on top of Dakota Wesleyan. Six to nothing here in the ball game. There's a Kramer with the ball. Kramer. They lobbed the ball inside, back out on top to uh, Oppold. Hastings in a man-to-man defense. Driving the ball to the basket there is going to be Kramer. Can't go up for the shot. Kicks it out to Oppold. His three-pointer, good. Colin Oppold hits the uh, three-pointer there for Dakota Wesleyan. And the Tigers are on the board. Six to three is the score. Hastings coming back with the ball. That's going to be Heemstra. Lobs the ball inside down to Kitten. Zach Kitten working in the lane. Kitten. Bouncing off with defenders, spins, puts up a shot. It's going to fall in the hole. Good. Zach Kitten scores for Hastings. The Broncos are three for three from the field here. 
Eight to three is the score. A couple of three-pointers for Hastings and a field goal for Zach Kitten. Hastings out to a five-point lead. Here's Kramer with the ball. Kramer now to Oppold. Oppold here at the top of the key. Hastings in the man-to-man defense. Oppold goes over here to Kramer for three. Shot good. These guys later like to shoot the three ball as well, hitting 34% from three-point territory. Eight to six is the score. Hastings back with the ball. Here's uh, Leposki with it at the top of the key to Hiscock for three. His shot's off of the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Kramer. Colin Kramer with the ball. On the dribble, runs her back the other way for the Tigers. Dakota Wesson can pull ahead here with a uh, three-point field goal. On the wing on the right side is going to be McLeod. That guy, he can really shoot it from just about anywhere. Down on the baseline, it's going to be Oppold as he knocks down a man. And the offensive foul is going to be called on Colin Oppold as he knocks down Heemstra down there for Hastings. Oppold picks up his first personal foul. First turnover on the Tigers here in this first half of play. Eight to six in the score. Hastings with a couple of three-pointers and a field goal by Zach Kitten to get it started here. Heemstra will bring the ball back now for the Broncos as he trots it across the 10-second line. There's a Leposki. Leposki, 200 pass, goes back to Heemstra. 4-3, shot is up there, no good. Rebound comes down to Oppold. Oppold gives it away. There's a Ty Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland around the screen, down the far sideline, cuts it for the hole now, and a foul is going to be called here on Hastings. Foul is going to go on Kitten. That's going to be his first personal foul, first team foul on the Broncos here in the first half. 16.55 to play in the first half. Hastings out on top of 10th-ranked Dakota Wesleyan. The score is 8-6. Hastings beat the 17th-ranked team on the Sunday afternoon, that was Mount Marty. Broncos with back-to-back games against ranked opponents trying to pull off an upset here on the home floor of Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers work the ball inside. There's Larson. It's not good. Mason Larson scores right in front of the basket. He had 23 the other day against Midland. They've come back to tie the score now at eight points apiece. Broncos are going to have to score in this one today. I think to stay with the Tigers. They lob it inside. That's going to be a Kitten with the ball. Kitten bounces off of the defender, spins. The ball's going to be knocked loose. It's going to be picked up here by the Tigers. But Hastings recovers. There's Logan Kale from the corner. Shot for three is good. They saved the ball from going out of bounds. It was knocked out of Kitten's hands, but Broncos get her back on the scramble. And Logan Kale knocks down a three ball for the Broncos. 11 to 8 is the score. There's a long range jumper by Oppel. That's going to be no good. Kitten with a rebound. Kitten gets the ball away to Mason Heemstra. Here comes Hastings back the other way. Broncos with the ball. Here's a Kale with now. Logan Kale out here in three-point territory. Picked up by Oppold. There's a Leposki. Bounce pass goes inside to a Bart Hiscock. Bart in the lane. Has problems with it. And it's going to be ripped down there by Dakota Wesleyan. McLeod gets the uh, ball away from uh, Hiscock. Here's the driving layup by Ty Hoagland. He's going to be fouling the play there. So a turnover on Hastings. That's their first of the ball game. Hoagland ended up with a ball there, and he was fouled in a play by Kitten, who picks up his second personal foul. And now Ty Hoagland will go to the free throw line here for Dakota Wesleyan, an 87% foul shooter on the season for the Tigers, and his shot is up there. It's going to be good. This guy's been at the free throw line a bunch. He's now 108 for 124 from the free throw line. 87%. Dakota Wesleyan is a team hitting 75% from the line, 47% from the field, 34% from three-point territory. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good by Ty Hoagland. Broncos have the lead. 
11 to 10 is the score. We played about four and a half minutes from the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota tonight. Hiscock with the ball for the Broncos. Goes over on the wing. Now to Ryan Ierna at the top of the key. Ierna drives it into the paint. Now to Hiscock for three. Shot is up there. It's off to the left side. No good. Rebound to Oppold. He gives the ball away now to Ty Hoagland, who will bring things up for the Tigers. Mason Heemster will work on him defensively. There's Oppold with the ball. Lobs it right side of the lane to a Sam McLeod. Sam McLeod bounces off with a defender. That's Ierna and then scores with it. Samuel McLeod scores, and now the Tigers have a one-point lead over Hastings. That's their first lead, and it comes with 14.51 to play after Hastings hit their first two shots, both three-pointers here in the ballgame. Heemstra on a runner, a shot good. Mason Heemstra, he's off to a great start, a couple of threes, and now a runner in the lane. He's got eight points already in the ballgame. He had 20 the other day against Mount Marty. The Broncos reclaim the lead. 13-12 to 12 is the score. Here come the Tigers back the other way. Back outside. Here's McLeod. His shot is up there. It's off of the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. That's a Hiscock with a rebound. He gets it to a Heemstra. Hastings with a one-point advantage. Bounce pass inside to Hiscock. His shot is up there and in. Martin Hiscock scores. That's his first field goal on the ball game. Martin, of course, our leading scorer, averaging 21.9 points per ball game. Hastings leading Dakota Wesley, and the score is 15-12. to 12. Here come the Tigers. Back the other way. They lob it inside to Oppold. He goes to the basket. His shot over Heemster is good. Colin Oppold scores there. That's his second field goal of the ball game. A three and a two now for Oppold. Hastings continues to lead 15 to 14. Ryan Ierna with the ball. Ierna down here on the baseline. Double team goes up for the shot. It's going to be knocked out of his hands. It's picked up by Oppold. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan back with the ball. Ty Hoagland down the near sideline. Hoagland gets away from Heemstra, drives into the hole. He misses the layup. Rebound comes down here to Hastings. Heemstra has got the ball for the Broncos into the fourth court to Loposki, and Billy wants to call a timeout. Hastings calls a timeout with 13.23 to play here in the first half. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. Right across the street from the water park. 13-23 to play in the first half. Hastings 15, Dakota Wesleyan 14. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it up. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you tonight here on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. Hastings with a lead over Dakota Wesley and the score is 15-14. to 14. Other games going on in the Great Plains Athletic Conference tonight. Briar Cliff is playing at Northwestern. Morningside is at Concordia. Top four teams in the conference right now. Morningside, Dakota Wesleyan, Mount Marty, and Concordia. Hastings down there in eighth place. The top eight teams qualify for the uh, postseason tournament. So the Broncos have uh, work to do here in the second half of the season. Hastings has won their last two games in a row and three out of their last four. Trying to pull off an upset here tonight. There's Loposki. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Ball tapped out. It's picked up here by D-Dub. 
That's going to be uh, Kramer with the ball. Kramer gets it into the hands now of Ty Hoagland. He'll bring things up against uh, Mason Heemstra. Hoagland into the forecourt to Oppold. Lobs it right side of the lane. That's going to be Larson with the ball. Left-handed hook shot is up there. No good. Rebound Zach Kitten. So Zach's back into the ball game, playing with two personal fouls. Mason Heemstra with the ball. Now to Kitten. There's Loposki. Lobs it inside to Ierna. Ryan grabs it. Wheels in the lane. Goes to Kitten. His shot is up there. It's going to be good. Ryan Ierna. Gets rid of the ball. Zach Kitten scores. Zach now with a couple of field goals and four points. Hastings out on top of Dakota Wesley and now by a score of 17 to 14. Here's Oppold with the ball. Looking to penetrate inside. Takes it to the goal. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Misses the easy one. Rebound comes down to Kitten. Kitten down to Heemstra down the near sideline. That's Loposki with the ball. The Heemstra. They get it to Shane Chamberlain. Now to Loposki. Now to Ryan Irona. Ryan comes across the top to Loposki, sends it inside. Kitten has got the ball, knocks down a man, spins, goes up with a shot. It's going to be no good, and a foul is going to be called. That was a McLeod who uh, fell down in the lane. They didn't call a foul there, but they got the foul on uh, Colin Kramer of Dakota Wesley and going to the free throw line for Hastings. There's going to be Zach Kitten, the Dakota Wesley in the Coaching staff not happy with the call there. That's Matt Wilbur, the head coach for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. All right, here's going to be Zach Kitten going to the free throw line. Kitten so far has got four points in the ball game. There's a shot up there by Kitten. It's going to be good. Kitten is a 60% foul shooter on the season. He is now 35 out of 57. Hastings is a team hitting 70% from the free throw line, 47% from the field, 33% from three-point territory. Hastings with a four-point lead, 18-14 to 14 is the score. Here comes the next shot by Kitten. It's going to be up there and in. So Hastings off to a good start here in the first half against the 10th-ranked team in the country, 19-14 to 14 is the score. Hastings out on top. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan back with the ball. Kramer has got it back out on top. That's Larson, his shot for three, good. Mason Larson scores. Dakota Wesley are not going to play a lot of folks, probably six, maybe seven guys in the ball game here tonight. So these guys are going to play a lot of minutes for the uh, Tigers. There's a free throw line jumper by Kitten. It's going to be off of the right side, no good. Rebound comes down to Kramer. Kramer gets the ball to Ty Hoagland. Here come the Tigers now. 19-17 to 17 is the score. Hastings has got a two-point lead. Tigers have the ball. Here's a Hoagland on the far left side. Gets it to the top of the key. Larson is shot for three. Is no good. Rebound comes down here to Hastings. Logan Kale streaking back the other way for the Broncos. Kale into the forecourt. Gets it inside down to a Zach Kitten. Zach Kitten working off of a defender. Throws up a shot. It's going to be blocked down. A shot's going to be blocked down there by McLeod. Samuel McLeod gets the block. That's his 12th block of the season as he takes that one right out of the hands. Of Zach Kitten as the Broncos trying to pound the ball inside. Dakota Westland with the ball. Back of their offensive end. Larson has got it. Now to uh, Hoagland. 200 pass goes over to McLeod. Now to Larson. The ball poked out of his hands there by Ryan Irna of Hastings. Irna is going to come out of the ball game. Here comes uh, Bart uh, Hiscock back in there. 10.40 to play here in the first half. Hastings out on top of Dakota Westland. The score 19-17. Broncos picked up a two-point win here a season ago. 
There's a Hoagland with the ball as he drives it. His scoop shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Hiscock. Martin Hiscock to the far sideline. Logan Kale has got the ball. Kale now to Hiscock. Over here to a Carson Gasselbaum is into the ball game. They feed it back inside on a bounce pass to a Kitten. Kitten against McLeod. Sends it out on the wing. Logan Kale has got the ball. Kale now with 12 seconds on the shot clock. Goes to Kitten in the corner. Bounce pass goes inside to Hiscock. Bart Hiscock wheeling. Puts up a shot good. Bart Hiscock scores for Hastings. Working hard inside. Boy, they're collapsing inside. And both Kitten and Hiscock every time they touch the ball. The Broncos now with a four-point lead. 21-17. Hastings out on top of Dakota Wesleyan. Here's a Hoagland driving the ball. His shot is up there. Rattles out. No good. Hoagland with a rebound. Follow shot. Good. First field goal in the ball game for Hoagland. He's got a couple of free throws. He's got four points in the ball game. 21-19. Hastings with a two-point lead. Broncos have the ball. Carson Gasselbaum has got it out here at the top of the key. Goes over to Kale. Kale lobs the ball inside. It's going to be deflected. and It's going to be picked up here by Hoagland. Now a foul is going to be called on Shane Chamberlain. That's going to be the second turnover on Hastings. Chamberlain picks up the foul. That's going to be his first. That's going to be team foul number three on the Broncos here in the first half of play. So a non-shooting situation. Dakota Wesleyan will play things in right in front of the scores table on the far sideline. There comes Loposki back into the ball game for the Broncos. Kitten will come to the bench with nine minutes and 28 seconds to play. In the first half, the Broncos leading 21-19 over Dakota Wesleyan. Colin Oppold will inbound the ball. Now the officials want to uh, talk things over. They're going to make sure the shot clock is in the proper spot here. It's reading 29 seconds with 9 minutes and 28 seconds to go in this first half of play. The officials say, yeah, that's good enough. Let's play her in. Oppold will get it in. Hoagland has got it. Ty Hoagland down in the corner to Oppold now. Holds the ball. Lobs it inside. That's going to be Larson with the ball. Larson, a little hook shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Ball tapped down. It's loose. Scramble is on. Two players hit the deck and it's picked up here by Hastings. Leposki has got the ball. Leposki at the top of the ring is shot for three. Rims off. No good. Rebound comes down here to Colin Kramer. Leposki had eight three-pointers the other, other day against uh, Mount Marty. Scored 34 points in the ball game against the uh, Lancers on Sunday. There's a ball poked away there, and Hastings will pick it up. The second turnover on Dakota Wesleyan. Broncos come back with the ball. Here's Leposki, right side. Bounce pass goes inside to Barton Hiscock. Hiscock spinning against McLeod, and he's going to be fouled in the play. Now foul is going to go on Hiscock. Bart Hiscock is going to be hit with a uh, personal foul. Billy says he can't believe it. He was applauding the play, but he thought McLeod was going to Pick up the personal foul, but they ruled that one on uh, Bart Hiscock. So Bart with the ball right in front of the basket trying to get to the hoop there, and he's whistled for the, the offensive foul. That's going to be the first foul on Bart Hiscock. So now it's uh, Dakota Wesleyan coming back the other end. There's a long-range jumper by Hoagland. No good. Broncos still on a two-point lead, 21-19. Hastings running back in their offensive zone. That's going to be Chamberlain with the ball. Chamberlain. Comes out here on the high left side. Logan Kale. Down to Leposki. Bounce pass inside to a Hiscock again. He throws up a shot to be blocked down. Ball's going to be recovered here. Nice save by Dakota Wesleyan on the baseline. Hoagland has got the ball. That's the second time that Bart has been stuffed inside. 
He'll figure it out. I'll guarantee it. Ty Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland out to a Kramer top of the key. They work it around the horn. Now they feed it inside. There's a shot up there. In and out, no good by Kramer. A lot of bunnies missed inside there by Dakota Wesley. And Hastings coming back with the ball. Chamberlain now to Logan Kale out here to Leposki at the top of the key. Leposki moves it over to Kale on the wing. Logan reverses the ball, gives it now to Hiscock. Hiscock steps back, throws up a three. That one rims off, no good. Ball tapped out, picked up by Colin Oppold. Oppold now to Hoagland. One on three. He takes it to the basket, and uh, Hiscock gets a block there. Hiscock takes that ball right away from Ty Hoagland. 7-10 to play here in the first half. Here's Leposki for three. Shot is off the mark, no good. Rebound is loose. It's picked up by Oppold. He takes off. He slams it home. And a foul is going to be called in Leposki. Tried to block the stuff. We're tied up about 21 points apiece. Colin Oppold gets the uh, stuff there. And now he'll go to the free throw line and try to make this a three-point play. 56% foul shooter on the season. Dakota Wesleyan with a chance to uh, grab the lead now at the seven-minute mark on this first half. Colin Oppel to the line. His shot is up there. In and out, no good. So we're tied up at 21 points apiece. Seven minutes to go. Hastings had a five-point lead back there at the uh, 12-minute mark. Broncos pound the ball inside to Logan Kale, and he scores. Logan Kale now with a three and a two in the ball game. He's got five points, and the Broncos reclaim the lead. 23-21. Oppel to the basket. Shot good. Oppel took it right down the lane and drops it down through the hole. Heemstra at the other end. He takes it to the basket. And his shot is no good, but he's found in the play. And again, uh, Matt Wilbur, the head coach for Dakota Wesleyan, is going berserk over there on the far sideline. I think he just uh, received a, a warning here from the officials. That's a foul that's going to be called there on Samuel McLeod. That's going to be his first. Heemstra will go to the free throw line for Hastings. Mason Heemstra has got eight points in the basketball game for Hastings tonight. He's a 75% foul shooter on the season. So Mason Heemstra, the freshman out of Alliance, goes to the line. His shot is up there good. Heemstra will have one more. 24 to 23 is the score now. Hastings has got a one-point lead. Mason Heemster will have one more shot here. It's up there. It's good. Wilbur was a, a guy last year. There was a charging foul right at the end of the, the ball game on Dakota Wesley, and he didn't like it, and that's time expired. He went running out for the court and chased down the, the officials. He was not a happy camper a year ago. He hasn't worked on his temper at all here during the offseason. There's a shot from the corner that's going to be no good, and the rebound comes down to Hastings. They lose it out of bounds. Was it tipped out? It was. Alan Kramer tips the ball out of bounds, and Hastings will play things in. So the score is 25-23. to Hastings with a two-point lead. We've got six minutes and nine seconds to play here in the first half from the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings looking to upset a ranked opponent for the second straight game. There's a Barton Hiscock with the ball. Barton Hiscock working against the McLeod. He falls down with the ball. Hiscock grabs it. He puts it up there. And a shot no good, and he's fouled in the play. Hiscock fell down in the lane. He goes down to pick it up and just kind of tosses it up there. McLeod 
Hits him on the arm with a personal foul. The second foul in McLeod. And again, uh, Coach Matt Wilbur is not happy. He's probably not going to be around by the end of the ballgame if he keeps this up. Hiscock will go to the free throw line. He's got four points in the ballgame. His shot is up there no good. What a tough outing so far for Bart Hiscock. So Bart Hiscock will go to the line here for his second shot. 25 to 23 is the score. We're down to 552 to play. Here in the first half, Hiscock will toe the mark. Shot is up there. Shot is good. So he has one out of two from the foul line. And the Broncos now have a three-point lead again at 26 to 23. There comes Dakota Wesleyan back with the ball. The Broncos will stay with their man-to-man defense. They get over to the far side now. Then they get back to the center of the floor to Kramer. Kramer now to Larson. Over here on the wing on the right side. That's going to be Oppel. Drives it into the paint. Dumps it away down underneath the basket. The shot's up there and in. Jeffrey Schunk who just checked into the ball game. Scores there for Dakota Wesleyan. 26 to 25 is the score. Hastings still with a one-point lead. Lebowski goes over to Heemster on the wing. Drives it there against the defense of Dakota Wesleyan. Hoagland will pick him up. And now we got a personal foul inside. That's going to go on Bart Hiscock. So Hiscock picks up his second personal foul. And now Billy's not happy as the officials come up the floor. And now uh, Hastings will call a timeout. Broncos will call the timeout as uh, Billy will work with the other official on the near sideline. We got a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 5.08 to play in the first half. It's Hastings 26, Dakota Wesleyan 25. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings College women's basketball team. They won the opener here tonight. They knocked off Dakota Wesleyan 82-58. The Broncos are now 21-0 on the season. Hastings College men trying to pull off a upset of a ranked opponent for the second straight game. They've got a 26-25 advantage now over Dakota Wesleyan as they lob the ball. Left side of the lane, working down there. There's a shot putting up a little hook shot over Leposki. That's going to be no good. Leposki grabs the rebound. Out of Heemstra, there's Shane Chamberlain. Bounce pass goes inside to a Bart Hiscock. Hiscock backs up, puts up a shot. It's good. Bart Hiscock scores. He's got seven in the ball game. The Broncos now with a three-point lead. 28-25. to 25. He sings out on top. Here comes D-Dub back in the offensive zone. Ty Hoagland has got the ball. Hoagland now to Kramer. Kramer sends it over to Oppold on the wing. There's Hoagland again out here at the top of the circle. Picked up there by Heemstra. His shot is up there. It's off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down to Leposki. Leposki now to Heemstra. Right-handed dribble across the timeline. They get into Leposki on the far sideline now. With the basketball there is going to be Chamberlain. Now to Bart Hiscock. The Chamberlain throws it on the wing. 
Loposki now to Hiscock, steps back, throws up a three-pointer. It's an air ball, no good. Rebound comes down here to a Ty Hoagland. 3.45 to play here in the first half. Hastings with a three-point lead, 28-25. to Ty Hoagland around the screen. Hoagland has got the ball. Hoagland sends it over here to Larson, down in the corner. Now they work it back inside. That's going to be uh, Oppold with the ball. They get it to Shunk, and his shot's going to be up there. It's going to be short, no good. Rebound comes down here to Chamberlain. Down to Leposki. Leposki, right side of the floor, gets it back to a Shane Chamberlain. Chamberlain looking to drive it. One and done as he sends the pass out to Heemstra. Heemstra now to Logan Kale inside to Hiscock, and a foul is going to be called. Alan Kramer trying to hold Hiscock out of there, picks up the personal foul. Kramer picks up his first, actually his second personal foul. Kramer's got two. That's going to be team foul number five on Dakota Wesleyan. Not in shooting situation. It's going to be Hastings inbounding the ball on baseline left side underneath their own basket here. Mason Heemstra will inbound the ball for the Broncos. They get it to Kitten. Kitten now to Leposki. Leposki down in the corner. That's going to be Gasselbaum with the ball. Bounce pass goes inside to Zach Kitten with his back to the basket. Kitten against Shuck puts up a shot. It's going to be no good. Kitten is knocked down. No foul is called. Rebound comes down to Ty Hoagland with three minutes to play. Here in the first half, the Broncos have a three-point lead, 28-25. Kramer with the ball. Kramer goes over on the wing. That's Larson with it now. Larson lobs it inside to Oppold. Oppold backs up. Oppold with the ball. Oppold throws it down in the left corner. Shot for three. It's an air ball. No good. Rebound comes down here to Zach Kitten of Hastings. Kitten gets it away now to Mason Heemstra into the court. Stops his dribble right at the free throw line. Goes over to Leposki. Inside down to Shane Chamberlain. He backs up. And we've got a traveling violation called in Chamberlain. Four turnovers now on uh, Hastings so far in the ball game. The Broncos are hitting 43% from the field so far. Dakota Wesleyan, 37%. Hastings, 3 out of 10 on three-pointers. Dakota Wesleyan, 3 out of 11. Hastings out-rebounding D-Dub so far, 16-14 to 14 here in the ball game. Broncos have a three-point lead, 28-25 to 25 here in this one. But 218 to play here in the first half. Bounce pass down to Oppold on the baseline. Oppold works against the Heemstra. Out to Hoagland now as he drives the ball against Leposki. His shot's going to be up there, no good. Leposki grabs the rebound. He lost it. Now the scramble is on. And we've got a whistle on the far sideline. And it's going to go Hastings' way. That was uh, out of bounds over on the far sideline as a couple of players were battling for the ball. And finally, Dakota Wesleyan. Now they're going to call a foul. Oh, they're going to put 20 seconds up on the shot clock. All right, so they're going to give the ball to uh, Dakota Wesleyan now. So the Tigers will play things in right in front of the Hastings bench. I'll put 20 seconds up on the shot clock with two minutes to play. Here in the first half, the Broncos have a three-point lead. We've been stuck on 28-25 to 25 for a while. There's Oppold with the ball. Oppold gets it out here to Kramer. Down to Oppold. The shot for three is up there. No good. Rebound to Gasselbaum of Hastings. Gasselbaum flips it to Heemstra. Down to Leposki. He brings it across the 10-second line. Leposki drives it down the lane to the goal. He goes a shot good. Nice move to the basket there by the reigning GPAC player of the week, Brandon Leposki. He gets his first field goal of the ball game. And the Broncos now have a five-point lead here in this one. 30-25 to 25 is the score. Larson to Oppold. Again, they lob it inside. That's a shot with the ball. He puts it up there left-handed and scores. That's a, a tough shot there. Jeffrey Schunk 
Scoring there for Dakota Wesleyan. 30-27 to 27 is the score. Broncos with a three-point lead. Here's a Chamberlain with the ball. Free throw line extended right side. Chamberlain sets and fires for three. Shot good. Shane Chamberlain hits a three-pointer for Hastings. And Dakota Wesleyan wants to call a timeout as the Broncos have opened up a six-point lead. We've got a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings only sports bar, true sports bar, located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 58 seconds to play. We'll take a break. Hastings 33 Dakota Wesleyan, 27. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 12:30 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you tonight from the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings taking a rare trip during the week to uh, the state of South Dakota. Normally, this is our uh, Saturday routine, but Great Plains Athletic Conference has got a schedule in here, so the Broncos making a trip. There's a pass that's going to be intercepted by Heemstra. He takes off, he drives, shoots, and scores. Mason Heemstra gets a steal at a driving layup. He's got 12 points in the ballgame. Hastings is out on top now by a score of 35-27. to 27. Wait here in the first half. The Broncos back on defense in their man-to-man defense. Kramer has got the ball. Colin Kramer drives the ball there against Gasselbaum. His shot no good. He's fouling the play. Carson picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his first. That's going to be team foul number seven on Hastings here in the first half of play. So... Gasselbaum picks up the foul. Going to the free throw line for Dakota Westland is going to be Colin Kramer. Kramer is 68% foul shooter on the season. First one tonight. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Dakota Westland having a, a tough time here. Now hitting 36% from the field. 25% from three-point territory and only 50% from the free throw line. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good. So Kramer hits one out of two. The Hastings lead is now seven points at 35 to 28. The Broncos have the ball as they come up the floor here for the final shot of this first half. Heemster will send it over to Leposki. Leposki dribbling with the ball, fires up a three-pointer. Shot's going to be up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Oppold, winds his way up the floor, loses the ball. Heemster picks it up. His shot from half court is no good, and that is the end of the first half of play. Hastings has got the lead over 10th-ranked Dakota Wesleyan here at halftime. It's Hastings 35 and Dakota Wesleyan 28. You're listening to Bronco Basketball in 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 
The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Seven-point lead here at halftime over 10th-ranked Dakota Wesleyan. The score 35-28. to Broncos came out and... Hit their first three shots of the ball game. They hit a couple of threes from Mason Heemstra and a uh, two-point field goal from Zach Kitten. The Broncos had an early 8-3 to three lead in the ball game. Dakota Wesleyan comes back to tie things up at eight points apiece. Broncos again went ahead 11-8. to eight. Dakota Wesleyan had their first lead in the ball game at 12-11. to 11. However, that was uh, short-lived as the Broncos reclaimed the lead at 13-12. to 12. Hastings then was tied up with Dakota Wesleyan at the seven-minute mark at 21 points apiece. But right now, the Broncos have built a seven-point lead here at halftime. The score is 35-28. to 28. Hastings has got the lead here after the first 20 minutes. Halftime stats are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Scoring so far in the ball game for Dakota Wesleyan. Colin Oppold has got nine points in the game. Five points for Mason Larson. Four points for Jeffrey Schuck. And four points for Colin Kramer. Four points also for Ty Hoagland. And two points for Samuel McLeod. Hastings is being led so far by Mason Heemstra. He's got ten points in the ball game, including a couple of three-pointers. A couple of two-point field goals, and he's two out of two from the free-throw line. The other scores for the Broncos. Barton Hiscock has got seven points. Zach Kitten has got six. Logan Kayla has got five. Shane Chamberlain with three. And Brennan Leposki has got two. We'll get you to the shooting numbers. are brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hastings in the first half, 13 out of 27 from the field. That is 48%. Dakota Wesleyan is hitting 11 out of 30 for 36%. The Broncos, 4 out of 12 on three-pointers. That is 33%. Dakota Wesleyan, 3 out of 12 for 25%. Hastings from the free throw line, 5 out of 6 for 
Dakota Wesleyan, three out of five for 60%. Hastings out rebounding Dakota Wesleyan in the first half, 17 to 15. Hastings with no offensive rebounds and 17 on defense. Dakota Wesleyan with one offensive rebound and 14 on defense. Broncos with only three turnovers so far in the basketball game. Dakota Wesleyan has got four turnovers. The Broncos with one block shot and four steals. Dakota Wesleyan has got four block shots and two steals. Colin Oppold is the leading rebounder so far for Dakota Wesleyan. He has got six. Zach Kitten has got four rebounds for Hastings College. And again, the Broncos have the lead here. At halftime, the score is 35-28. to In case you missed the first ball game, Hastings winners over Dakota Wesleyan in the women's ball game, 82-58. to Hastings outscored Dakota Wesleyan in the second half, 48-29. to Hastings getting uh, 20 points in the ball game tonight from Gabby Grasso, 18 from Sophia Pankratz. Also uh, 15 points from Sandra Farmer and 13 points for Caitlin Schmidt. The Broncos are now 21-0 and 0 on the season. Hastings now improving to 13-0 and 0 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They will play Briar Cliff. Coming up on Saturday afternoon. 35-28 to 28 is our score here at halftime. The Hastings College men have got the lead over Dakota Wesleyan. We'll take a break. Mike Spataro, he'll join us next. He's got Hastings College Spotlight. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Mike Spataro here for 1230 KHAS, and I am joined by Laura Arnold, who is the coordinator of student-athlete success over at Hastings College. Laura, thanks for stopping by today. Thanks for having me. So we'll be talking about a little bit uh, about what you do as coordinator of student-athlete success. First of all, let's talk about student-athletes. They are very busy on campus. Obviously, they have to worry about their athlete side of things, and they still have to be good students. Exactly. Yes, they are extremely busy. So they're busy in-season as well as off-season. They don't really have a stopping point for athletics. Um, and then they're also worried about you know their grades, getting ready for um, post-graduation. Our seniors and juniors are. So they're busy all the time. It's really like a 24 hours a day, seven days a week thing because they got to make sure they get good sleep too because you can't operate without good sleep. Yep. So they have sleep to worry about, lifting, nutrition, academics, just kind of everything. So talk about some of the things you do as the coordinator of student-athlete success. Sure. Um, So this year, it's actually the first year with this position. Um, We went ahead and opened up a student-athlete success center. Um, And so that is an area where student-athletes can just come and work on homework. They can get tutoring help with our Studio 200. Uh, And then we have snacks provided to them, kind of healthy snacks if they're in a hurry throughout the day. They can just stop in and kind of decompress from their day as well as get supports that they need. Uh, With that, we also do different programming on campus with the student-athletes, and so I'm in charge of kind of putting that all together, brainstorming new ideas, bringing that to the attention of the coaches and our athletic director, and then moving forward with that. 
And then you do events as well, like uh, Life Off the Field. Tell yep. me a little bit about that. So Life Off our, Off the Field is our programming event that we do with both baseball and softball. And that is a career development program. And so we're working with uh, the Career Services Department as well as our student worker, Carter Mason. Uh, he is a tennis player who's actually the president of our Student Athlete Advisory Committee. And we put this programming together. They get to work on resumes. They get to hear from alum who also played baseball or softball and moved on past um, their sport and how they get into a career and how they can use athletics and what they develop there to further them in their career later on. And what is some of the feedback you've gotten from these student athletes? So I, a lot of it is they didn't realize what athletics brings to them. So a lot of our athletes, they are so busy that they can't work internships. They can't be doing volunteer and service learning hours. And so when they get to applying for a graduate or graduate school or a career, they think they're behind. Um, and what they don't realize is everything that athletics brought them. So their work ethic, um, volunteering through their sport, they don't see those as separate things. And so really trying to help them understand that. And a lot of the athletes have been surprised with how much they can actually fill their resume or how much they can actually use in those interviews moving forward. So yeah, I've never really thought about that. The fact that you could use the re- uh, the life as a student athlete for a resume in terms of I've, I do all this work all the time. I'm right. always staying on, um, on time with my stuff. That also adds to time management because you got to oh, have yeah. Through the roof time management to manage a schedule like that. Exactly. And so they, they don't always see that. And I had an athlete who said, you know, I don't have anything to put on my resume. And we talked about the fact that he's a captain. What does that show? Um, he has been a, uh, on the leadership committee for football since a freshman year. They do Bronco Buddies, which is our new lunch program with elementary school kiddos. So he's mentoring experience. So kind of opening their eyes to everything they actually do. So you said this is a new position for you this year? It is, year? yep. So as you've kind of grown into your new position, have you felt that there was a serious need for this position? Yes. So um, I just saw a need for student athletes to have additional support. Um, We saw a lot of them, you know, coaches have so much on their plate these days that it goes further than coaching. Um, And so I'm actually within a a master's program um, that focuses on student athlete development. And so that's where the uh, need kind of popped up. I saw this need at Hastings College, and I think it's been really, really impactful on our student athletes. And I'm sure it's especially good for the freshmen who are coming in trying to juggle both those things while being uh, new to the whole college experience. Right. With our freshmen, you know, you see kind of a spectrum of individuals. You have the ones that come in and they're ready to roll. They are kind of used to that high pace um, environment. And then you have some who struggle with that transition. So helping them kind of find their place on campus um, within their sport, but also outside of their sport and help them develop their academic skills and really be successful within the classroom. And then with the seniors, Um, or the people who have been at Hastings College for a while now, how have you noticed their reactions to their their new um, Hastings College 2.0, everything from the iPads, traveling abroad, and also uh, the block scheduling um, program? So I think, you know, if you talk to our seniors, you'll you'll hear some jealousy with the travel abroad. They kind of um, wish they could go back a few years and get to experience that. They think it's a really awesome experience for our sophomore uh, class gets to do. The iPads have been big. Um, you know, within athletics, I think there was uh, even more potential to use them that we originally saw. So I know football uses them for film review. They use them within their um, athletic meetings as well as the classrooms. And so those have been a really cool um, piece of technology that they've been able to utilize this year. All right. That is Laura Arnold. She is the coordinator of Student Athlete Success. Laura, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street. 
Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. KHAS Radio. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota tonight. Bronco basketball in 1230 KHAS. Hastings out to a 35-28 halftime lead over the 10th ranked team in the country. Other games going on tonight. Morningside, the nation's number one ranked team, having a tussle tonight in Seward against the Concordia Bulldogs. Morningside has got a five-point lead at halftime. The score... Morningside 39 and Concordia 34. Another game going on tonight. Briarcliff is playing at Northwestern. Nothing in on that ball game as of yet. Same three games on the women's side of things here tonight. They're all complete, obviously. Hastings beating Dakota Wesleyan 82 to 58 tonight. Briarcliff upset Northwestern in Orange City 77 to 67. And it was uh, Concordia rolling past Morningside in uh, women's college basketball. The final score of 85-61. We'll see the Briarcliff Chargers on Saturday afternoon back at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lynn Farrell Arena. 2 o'clock for the women's ball game, 4 o'clock for the guys. We'll have the coverage on 1230 KHIS beginning with a pregame show at 145. Back half of the uh, season is uh, loaded with uh, home games. Hastings has been on the road quite a bit in the uh, first segment of the 2019-2020 season. So the schedule is in favor of the Broncos down the stretch for both the women's and men's basketball teams. Hastings will be playing quite a few uh, home games here in the next couple of weeks. 35-28 to 28 is our score here. Hastings with a lead. We'll see if the Broncos can keep this alive here. Hastings played pretty well there in that first half of play as they knocked down 48% of their field goal tries and 33% from three-point territory. Dakota Wesleyan hit 36% of their field goal tries and only 25% from three-point territory. There's a shot taken there by McLeod that's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. So the Broncos have the ball. They've got a seven-point lead now as we start this second half. Here's Heemstra. Lobs the ball inside. That's going to be Hiscock with it. Hiscock goes for the basket. His shot's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to McLeod. He's going to be fouled in the play as he goes tumbling down. Personal foul here is going to go on the Broncos. That goes on Bart Hiscock. That's going to be his third. So Bart Hiscock picks up his third personal foul. Just 29 seconds 
into the second half. That's not good. Here comes Shane Chamberlain into the ball game now. He'll have to chew up some minutes for the Broncos with our, our leading scorer now on the bench in uh, Barton Hiscock. There's a Ty Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland has got it out here in three-point territory. Lobs it inside and is stuffed. Mason Larson gets his stuff inside. You don't want to get this crowd uh, involved in this ball game at all. They've been pretty quiet here tonight, but they go to Wesley and a team that can get on a run in a hurry. Here's a kitten with the ball. He goes to Leposki, and he's going to be buried on the play. Leposki is absolutely mauled on the play there by uh, Jeffrey Shuck. He has a foul in the play. Leposki gets up. He'll go to the free throw line now. And that's going to go on Samuel McLeod. They were both there, and they hit Samuel McLeod with a personal foul. That's going to be his third. So now Leposki goes to the free throw line for Hastings. Along with a couple of shots, his first one is up there. It's going to be no good. Leposki is 73% foul shooter on the season. McLeod is going to come out of the ball game now for the uh, Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Leposki with two points in the ball game so far tonight after he scored 34 the other day against Mount Marty. Next free throw is going to be up there and in. So the Broncos now have a six-point lead. The score is 36-30. to Just by the 19-minute uh, mark here in this second half of play. There's a Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland right at the top of the key. Throws it over on the wing. That's uh, Oppold with it now. Oppold trying to penetrate inside. He's cut off there. Now a passing can be intercepted. Intercepted by Heemster. He drives, shoots, and scores. Mason Heemstra gets the interception again and the field goal on the, the other end. And Heemstra now got 14 in the ball game for the Broncos. That's the third turnover on the Tigers so far. Heemstra again goes after the steal, and he ends up uh, head first in the scorer's table. There's nobody around that plays this game any harder than uh, Mason Heemstra, and he's just a uh, freshman out there. Boy, Hastings, a freshman out of Alliance, Nebraska. He's really played well in his uh, first season here for the Broncos. Dakota Weston again inbound the ball on the far side. That's a Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland lobs it inside to uh, Oppold again. Oppold on the baseline works there against uh, Loposki. He's shot no good, gets his own rebound, goes back up, shoots, and scores. Oppold missed his first when he got the offensive board back and uh, scored with it. There's Heemstra in the lane. Shot good. Mason Heemstra scores for Hastings. Heemstra has now got 16 in the ball game. He had 20 the other day against Mount Marty. He had 20 points and 12 rebounds. And he's a, he's a little guy. Still came up with 12 rebounds. Hastings now with an eight-point lead. There's a long-range jumper. Good. Ty Hoogland hits that three ball. Here's a Heemster running back the other way for Hastings. He goes for the basket, and he scores. Mason Heemster on fire here in the second half. 18 points now for Mason Heemster. The Broncos maintaining a seven-point lead, 42-35. to Dakota Wesley and back with the ball. That's going to be Hoagland. Hoagland throws up a three. The shot's going to be short, no good. Rebound comes out of Loposki. Loposki down to a Mason Heemster under the forecourt to Logan Kale. Now to Heemstra, top of the key, three-pointer, good. Mason Heemstra is starting to feel it. He's got 21 in the ball game, and now Dakota Wesleyan wants to call a timeout. 17-08 to play. Hastings has opened up a 10-point lead thanks to the play of Mason Heemstra here in the second half. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 
Right across the street from the water park, 17.08 to play in the game. Hastings 45, Dakota Wesleyan 35. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 12:30 KHAS. All right, Hastings College has opened up a 10-point lead over the 10th-ranked team in the country, Dakota Wesleyan, 45-35. Dakota Wesleyan will bring the ball up the floor against them. Uh, Bronco pressure. They lob it inside to Larson. Larson puts up a little shot. Good. Mason Larson scoring there for Dakota Wesleyan. He's got nine points in the ball game. Here comes Heemstra back for the Broncos. Mason Heemstra with 21 in the ball game so far. Logan Kale has got the ball at the elbow. Logan gives it up now to a Shane Chamberlain. Shane dribbles once, takes it to the top of the key. Chamberlain moves it over to Logan Kale on the left side as they lob it inside again. That's Kitten with the ball. Kitten puts up a shot. Good. Zach Kitten scores in front of the basket. He's got eight points in the ball game. And the Broncos again have a 10-point lead. 47 to 37, down to 16-15 to play. Here in the second half, Samuel McLeod back into the ball game. McLeod to Larson, not a McLeod for three. Shot up there, no good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. That's a Zach Kitten with a rebound. Now to Mason Heemstra. He trots it across the 10-second line for the Broncos. Heemstra with the ball. Now over to Chamberlain for three. Shot is up there. He buries that one. Shane Chamberlain hits a three-pointer. He's got six points in the ball game. Hastings with a 13-point lead, 50-37 to with 15.45 to play. Now the ball deflected out of bounds. Retrieved there by the head coach of uh, Dakota Wesleyan, Matt Wilbur. It gives it back to the officials, and now uh, Dakota Wesleyan will play the ball in. Broncos have a 13-point lead. Dakota Wesleyan with a ball. Shock his bounce pass is going to be intercepted there by Loposki. And a foul is going to be called on uh, Loposki as he got around Samuel McLeod, but picks up the personal foul. Loposki picks up his first that's a non-shooting situation, so it's going to be Dakota Wesleyan inbounding the ball here. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Kramer lobs it out here. A shock at the tro- uh, co- uh, top of the key. Now to Larson. Over here to uh, Oppold. They send it inside to a shock again. Wheels in the lane. Puts up a little hook shot. Good. Jeffrey Schunk scoring there. He's now got six points in the ball game. We had that defended, but Schunk just with a good shot there. 50-39 to 39 is the score. An 11-point lead for the Broncos. Here's Heemstra to the bucket. His shot is going to be blocked down, and a jump ball is going to be called. So Heemstra goes among tall timber there, and he's going to be tied up on the play by Colin Kramer for Dakota Wesleyan. Kramer ties him up. He's a big 6'7-inch senior from Volga, South Dakota. Possession arrow pointing in favor of Hastings. So the Broncos maintain control of the ball. Kitten has got it in the lane. The ball's going to be knocked loose. The scramble is on. Kitten uh, goes down to pick it up. And uh, the Broncos will call a timeout to save the possession. So Kitten was down on the floor. He got possession of the ball. And Heemstra was over there. He calls a timeout for Hastings to save the possession. So another timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 15.06 to play in the game. Hastings 50, Dakota Wesleyan 39. 
When you log on to ShopWheelerDealer.com, you'll see automatic savings, including 50% off all food items, like Mom and Dad's Barbecue, offering meat smoked on site for 12 to 14 hours, low and slow to keep the juices in the meat. They also offer smoked chicken, turkey, ribs, spicy sausage, and Polish sausage. Their barbecue sauce and rub are made in-house for an authentic flavor you don't want to miss. And Friday nights are prime rib night. So shop local, save big with Mom and Dad's Barbecue and ShopWheelerDealer.com. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here in Mitchell, South Dakota. He sings with a lead. Chamberlain for three. He buries it from the top of the key. Shane Chamberlain hits his third three-pointer in the ball game. He's got nine points, and the Broncos have a 14-point lead. 53 to 39-14-50 to play now. Here in the uh, basketball game, Dakota Westland has got the ball. Tigers back in their offensive end. They work it back around left side. That's a Larson with the ball. His three-pointer, no good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. Logan Kale has got it down to Heemstra. Mason Heemstra under the forecourt goes over to Chamberlain, and he's going to be called for a traveling violation. Then he puts down a three-pointer. Bucket will not count to a traveling violation. Hastings is hitting 57% from the field right now, 20 out of 35. The Broncos 7 out of 15 on three-pointers. Dakota Wesleyan hitting only 40% from the field, 16 out of 40. The Tigers are 4 out of 16 on three-pointers. Hastings with a lead underneath the basket. It shots up and in. Colin Oppold scoring there for DWU. He's got 13 points in the ballgame, 53-41. Hastings now leading by a dozen with 14 minutes to play here in this one. There's a Leposki with the ball. Leposki, bounce pass goes inside the kitten, powering his way to the goal, can't get there. Throws it back down in the corner to Leposki. Opposite corner, there's a Chamberlain, a shot for three, good, and that's Gasselbaum. Carson Gasselbaum into the ball game now. Throws up the three-pointer from the corner. Hastings is out on top by 15 points, 56 to 41. There's uh, Oppold for three, it's not good. Colin Oppold scores. He's got 16. These guys can come back in a hurry, so the Broncos can cannot rest here. Hastings has got a 12-point lead, 56 to 44 over Dakota Wesleyan. That's a kitten with the ball to Chamberlain, top of the key. Leposki on the wing. Bounce pass goes inside the kitten with his back to the basket. He works against McLeod, spins. McLeod knocks the ball loose. Picked up by Kitten back outside. That's going to be Kale going to the basket. His shot's going to be up there. No good. He runs over a man in a charging violation. Kale is going to be hit with the offensive charge. That's going to be his first team foul. Number three on Hastings here in the second half of play. 13-12 remaining here in the ball game. Hastings has got a 12-point lead over Dakota Wesley in the score of 56-44. to after the Hastings College women won in the first ball game here tonight, 82-58. to This crowd that's uh, normally a raucous crowd has been uh, pretty quiet here tonight in the old Corn Palace. Jam-packed crowd here that wants the uh, doubleheader tonight. But the uh, hometown team having a tough time against the Broncos have made the trip here tonight. There's a McLeod with the ball. McLeod top of the key. Larson for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. Kitten with a rebound. Now to Gasselbaum. Hustles back the other way. There's Zach Kitten. Now to Leposki on the wing. Kitten sets a screen. Leposki takes it into the paint. Can't go up with a shot. Comes out to Kale. Kale now to Leposki. Left side of the circle. Leposki dribbles once. Now to Kitten. Takes the ball in the paint. Spins. Nice move. His shot. No good, but he's fouled in the play. 
I think that's going to be McLeod picking up the foul. That's going to be his fourth here for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. That's going to be the case. Samuel McLeod, one of their big guns, has got four personal fouls. That's going to send Kitten to the free throw line down for Hastings. Kitten is two for two from the line so far tonight. He has got eight points in the ballgame. Hastings with a 12-point lead. Zach Kitten eyes the bucket. Shot is up there. It's good. Kitten will have one more. And in the ballgame now is going to be uh, Hoagland. Hoagland comes back in. McLeod will go to the bench. Heemstra uh, come back into the ballgame now for the Broncos. And going out will be Kale. Hastings 57, Dakota Wesleyan 44. Men's college basketball action here tonight. There's the next shot by Kitten is up there. That one falls off no good. Rebound comes down here into a Colin Oppold. Oppold right-handed dribble brings it across the 10-second line. The Broncos stay with a man-to-man defense. Hoagland has got the ball. And work a back around to the right wing. That's going to be uh, Mason Larson with it now. Larson dribbles once. Sends it over here to uh, Oppold. Oppold drives the ball against Gasselbaum. Puts him in the air. Goes up to the shot. It's good, and he's fouling the play. Carson Gasselbaum picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his second. Colin Oppold will go to the free throw line and try to make this a three-point play. Here comes Bart Hiscock back into the ball game now for Hastings. Hiscock comes in. Kitten will check out. 12 minutes and 9 seconds to play, and now Dakota Wesleyan wants to burn a timeout here. The Tigers call a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. 12.09 to play here in the second half. Hastings with the lead. The Broncos 57, the Tigers 46. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too, at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 12.30 K-H-A-S. Bronco basketball for you tonight here on 1230 KHIS. Brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Also by Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings, and by the Hastings College Foundation. We're at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota tonight for Bronco basketball. Hastings College women winning the first ball game 82-58. to Hastings College men with an 11-point lead here. In the second half, 57-46. to 46. Going to the free throw line will be Colin Oppold. He's got 18 in the ball game, making 19 as that one goes down through the hole. He's now one out of two from the free throw line, and the Tigers are back to within 10 points. 57-47. to 47. There's a Heemster with the ball. Hiscock down in the corner. Gasselbaum for three. Shot is going to be no good. Rebound ripped out of there by DWU. Larson with a rebound. Larson now to Oppold. End of the court now. They get it to a Kramer. Kramer dribbling with the ball. Colin Kramer sends it down in the baseline. That's a Shuck with the ball. Now to Kramer directing a little traffic. Now to Shuck again. Back outside. There's a Oppold. He fakes the ball. Dribbles inside. Still can't put up a shot over Gasselbaum. Now goes for the hole. A shot no good. Gasselbaum with a rebound. Gasselbaum gets it away to Heemstra. Heemstra under the court, And a technical foul has just been called there. 
on uh, Matt Wilbur, the head coach for Dakota Wesleyan. A technical foul has been called on Wilbur. He's been working the officials all night long. I said the chances of him being around by the end of the game were diminishing throughout much of the first half. He picks up his first technical foul around here. Mason Heemstra goes to the free throw line. His shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Mason Heemstra is 75% foul shooter in the season. He's got 21 points in the ball game. Next one is up there. No good. Heemstra misses two technical foul shots. He's got 21 points in the game, which is a, a new season high for him. He put up 20 the other day against Mount Marty's. I've done himself here. He's got 21 here in this ball game. Now he sings will get the ball back. They will inbound the ball here on the near sideline. Hiscock will inbound the ball right in front of the Bronco bench. Hiscock will get things in here. They get it to uh, Logan Kale. Logan with the ball here on the near sideline. Kale looking, goes down to Leposki in the corner. 200 pass comes out on top to Chamberlain. Now to Heemster driving the baseline down there. It's going to be Gasselbaum. His pass is going to be deflected out of bounds. Hastings will play things in. Underneath their own basket to the left side. Heemster has got it with 13 seconds to go on the shot clock. They play it in, and Leposki is shot good. Loposki right underneath the basket. A quick pass thrown there off with the inbound by Mason Heemstra. Loposki now with five points in the ballgame. Hastings back onto a 12-point lead. 59-47. to 47. Here's Hoagland with the ball. Hoagland out to Kramer. Out of Oppold for three. A deep three is shot good. Oppold now with 22 in the ballgame. 59-50. to 50. The Bronco lead is down to nine points. Here's Hiscock. His shot no good. He's fouled in the play. Jeffrey Shuck picking up the personal foul. That's going to be his first. That's going to send Hiscock to the free throw line. Hastings with a nine-point lead with 10 minutes and 40 seconds to play. 59-50. to The Broncos have beaten Dakota Wesley in the last two trips we've made up here during the regular season. Hiscock's free throw up there good. Martin Hiscock has got just eight points in the ballgame here tonight. He had 15 on Sunday afternoon, as Hastings beat Mount Marty, 87 to 70. Martin Hiscock waiting, takes a deep breath, fires up the shot. It's going to be off of the mark, no good. Rebounded there by Dakota Wesley, and so Martin hits one out of two from the free throw line. Here comes Colin Kramer back with the ball now for Dakota Wesley, and Hastings with a 10-point lead, 60 to 50. Oppled with the ball down the right side of the lane. The ball poked loose by Hiscock out of bounds. Oppold got it all the way to the baseline. Bart just uh, poked the ball away. Goes out of bounds as Dakota Wesleyan will inbound the ball. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. 16 left on the shot clock. Hoagland has got it. He comes way out on top of the shot. Now to uh, Hoagland again here on the nearest sideline. Cross-court pass goes over to Oppold for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound Heemstra. Mason Heemstra with another rebound for the Broncos. Running back the other way. Heemstra. Now to Logan Kale, fakes the three, takes the ball into the lane, tries to put a man in the air, and a traveling violation is called there on Logan Kale. A little bit too much pastry that time by a Kale as he takes the ball into the paint. That's going to be the fifth turnover on Hastings here in the ball game. And now uh, Billy wants to call a timeout. Timeout, Hastings with 10 minutes and 9 seconds to play in the ball game. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar. 
located on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. The score, Hastings 60, Dakota Wesleyan 50. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. College basketball tonight in Chicago. The Creighton Blue Jays are playing the Demon Deacons from DePaul. Creighton has got a halftime lead over DePaul. The score is 37-34. In the Big Ten tonight, we've got Rutgers out on top of Iowa at halftime. That game is in Iowa City. Rutgers leading 43-38. Nebraska men will play at Rutgers on Saturday afternoon. 60-50 to 50 is the score here. Hastings College has got a 10-point lead over Dakota Wesleyan. Tigers will have the balls. They will play things in here in backcourt. Hastings is applying a little pressure back here now with Mason Heemstra bringing the ball up is going to be Hoagland. Hoagland behind his screen brings it into the offensive zone. Now the Broncos will play a man-to-man defense. Pass to the far sideline. Kramer has got the ball. Kramer down to Larson. There's a Ty Hoagland with the ball around the screen. Hoagland sends it down in the corner. The ball is going to be tipped away. Tipped away and out of bounds. Hoagland will play things in. Samuel McLeod is back into the ball game now. For Dakota Wesley, they were going to try to give him the ball with for a three-pointer down in the corner, and the ball tipped out of there. Now we're going to have a foul call. That's going to go on Hiscock. That's going to be his fourth. Hiscock guarding out here near the 10-second line on uh, Ty Hoagland, and he picks up the personal foul. Dakota Wesley will inbound the ball. So four fouls now on uh, Bart Hiscock. He'll stay in the ball game. Bart's smart enough to stay out of trouble here. Dakota Weston's going to go after him, I'm sure, here. Here's a shot from the corner. It's going to be blocked down by Heemstra. Ty Hoagland trying to throw up a shot from the corner at the end of the shot clock. It was a block down by Heemstra. Hastings with a 10-point lead. The Broncos have the ball. Heemstra has got it top of the key. Three-pointers off of the back iron. No good. Rebound is going to be brought down here by Oppold. Oppold now to Hoagland. Hoagland drives it toward the goal. and shot is up there. No good. Rebound. Hastings. Kitten grabs the rebound for the Broncos. Hands it away now to a Mason Heemster. We're down to nine minutes to go in the game. Hastings leading the 10th-ranked team in the country. Dakota Wesleyan 60-50 to here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell. That's going to be uh, Chamberlain with the ball. The Heemster at the free throw line. And shots off of the mark. No good. Oppold with the rebound. Colin Oppold will bring it up now for... Dakota Wesleyan down the far sideline, runs into Leposki. Oppold will get it out here, top of the key to McLeod. 200 pass over to Larson. Larson out to Oppold in the lane. His shot is up there. That one won't go. Rebound comes down to Leposki. Leposki gives it away now to Heemstra. Dakota Wesleyan still only shooting 40% from the field and 28% from three-point territory in the ballgame. The Broncos over 50% from the field and nearly 45% from three-point territory. 
There's a shot from the free throw line. No good here by Zach Kitten. And the ball is brought down here by Marson, uh, Mason Larson. Now the crowd's getting into it here with eight minutes to play. Eight minutes to go. They're down by ten points. Here's the Oppold. Sends the ball over to uh, Larson. Larson brings it out here to Oppold. Down top of the key. McLeod has got the ball. Over on the wing on the left side. That's going to be Hoagland taking the ball to the basket and scoring. Ty Hoagland scores. Hoagland with nine points in the ball game. Hastings had a 15-point lead just a few minutes ago. Now it's down to eight points with seven minutes and 35 seconds to play. Hastings led by 15 points with 13 minutes to go in this game. There's Kitten with the ball right in front of the basket. He scores. Zach Kitten playing tough in there for the Broncos. He got 11 points in the ball game. Hastings back out to a 10-point lead. 62-52. Hastings leading by 10. Here's Hoagland with the ball. Back outside to Kramer for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Zach Kitten of Hastings. Kitten gives the ball away. Down to Mason Heemstra. He brings the ball across the 10-second line as we have hit seven minutes to go in the game. Hastings 62. Dakota Wesleyan 52. Man-to-man defense. Here's a Kitten with the ball. Down to Lane. Kitten goes up with a shot. Misses. No good. Rebound comes down to Samuel McLeod. McLeod to the far sideline to Oppold. Oppold brings it into the offensive scoring zone here for the Tigers. Gets it in the hands of Hoagland. Hoagland down to McLeod to Oppold down here in the baseline. Skip pass comes out on top. Three-pointer thrown up there. No good by Larson. Rebound comes down to Heemstra of Hastings. Heemstra with the ball for the Broncos. Hastings still with a 10-point lead. 62-52. Chamberlain inside to Hiscock. Hiscock tries to go down in the corner and throws it out of bounds. Martin Hiscock throws the ball out of bounds. A turnover on the Broncos. That's going to be the sixth turnover of the ball game. And now we've got a timeout called here. A timeout is called here by the Broncos with 6.20 to play. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 62, Dakota Wesleyan 52. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you tonight here on 1230 KHAS. Online at HastingsLink.com. Hastings will play again on Saturday afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lynn Farrell Arena. Women's game will begin at 2, the men at 4 o'clock on the air with a pregame show at 145 here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings College men trying to upset their second-ranked opponent and as many games here, Hastings beating 17th-ranked Mount Marty on Sunday afternoon. The Broncos have a 10-point lead here on the road in Mitchell against the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. 62-52 to 52 is the score. Hastings with a lead. There's McLeod with the ball, and now we're going to have a foul called here. It's going to go on Kitten. That's going to be his third. So McLeod trying to get the ball into the hoop there, and Zach Kitten fouls him. Non-shooting situation. Dakota Wesleyan will inbound the ball. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. That's going to be Colin Kramer inbounding the ball to the far sideline. 
That's going to be Ty Hoagland with the ball. Skip pass comes over here to Kramer. Shot no good. Tip try up and in. Colin Kramer scoring there for uh, Dakota Wesley. And now it's a eight-point ball game. It's 62-54. to 54. There's Leposki with the ball. Leposki top of the key over here to a Heemstra. He drives it, stops and pops it. Shot's going to be an air ball. Rebound comes down here to Samuel McLeod. It's an eight-point ball game. Five and a half to play. Here come the Tigers. Ty Hoagland has got the ball. Free throw line extended left side. Uh, foul is going to be called here on Heemstra. Hoagland trying to drive it there. And Heemstra picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his first foul. Team foul number seven on Heesing. So now Dakota Wesleyan is in the bonus situation. The Tigers have only 14 fouls here in the second half. So Heesings will not shoot free throws for a while. Ty Hoagland to the line. Hoagland, an 87% foul shooter on the season. His first one, good. Hastings had a 15-point lead at 56-41 to 41 with 13 minutes and 40 seconds to play. Next shot is up there. That's good. Two free throws, and now it's a six-point ball game. 62-56. to 5.28 to play. Broncos desperately need a bucket here. Here's Leposki with the ball. Now to Shane Chamberlain on the wing. Chamberlain brings it out here to Barton Hiscock. Dribbles the ball toward the goal. Dishes off here to Kitten. He's going to be blocked. Ball is recovered here by Colin Kramer. Kramer gets the ball down to Ty Hoogland down the near sideline. 62-56. Dakota Wesleyan down by six. Hoogland to the basket. Shot good. Billy wants to call a timeout. Five minutes to go. It's a four-point ball game. We've got a timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings only true sports bar located on West 2nd Street, right across the street from the water park. 4.57 to play in the game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 62, Dakota Wesleyan 58. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too, at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you tonight here on 1230 KHAS. Dakota Wesleyan has come from 15 points down. And now we're going to have ourselves a, a ball game here with four minutes and 57 seconds to play. It is 62 to 58. Hastings leading by four points, and the Broncos will have the ball. Martin Hiscock, four personal fouls. Hiscock is going to stay out there for Hastings, our leading scorer, our leading rebounder. Mason Heemster has got the ball on the dribble. Comes out here to Shane Chamberlain at the top of the key. Chamberlain moves to his left, gets the ball to Heemstra. Heemstra sends the ball inside to Kitten. Kitten is double team. Zach gets it away to Hiscock over to Heemstra for three. Shot good. Big, big bucket there by Mason Heemstra on three-pointer from the left side. He's got 24 points in the ball game. A new career high for Mason Heemstra, the freshman out of Alliance, 65-58. to Hastings back out on top by seven points. All of a sudden, it got quiet here at the Corn Palace. They go to Hoagland. Hoagland shot's going to be blocked down there by Hiscock, and Bart grabs the ball. 
Bart Hiscock has got the ball for Hastings down to a Heemstra. Heemstra into the forecourt. They give the ball to Zach Kitten. There's Loposki, top of the circle. Bounce pass. They get it to Chamberlain. Down to Bart Hiscock. He drives the ball. All dishes off to Kitten, and he lays it in. Bart Hiscock with the assist. Zach Kitten gets the field goal. Kitten with 13 points in the ball game, and bam, just like that, the Broncos have a nine-point lead. 67 to 58, three minutes and 44 seconds to play. Kramer has got the ball. Kramer down to Larson, the oppled for three. Shot no good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. That's Bart Hiscock with a rebound. He hands it away to a Mason Heemstra. He brings the ball up. Hastings slowing things down. Going to use all the time in the world here. Three and a half minutes to go. Hastings with a nine-point lead, 67-58. Hiscock, his pass is going to be lost out of bounds. Samuel McLeod nearly got the interception underneath the basket as a Hiscock trying to wheel the ball down here to uh, Zach Kitten again. It's worked a couple of times here lately. That one was deflected out of bounds by Hoagland. Hoagland couldn't grab it. He seems to play things in with 12 seconds left in the shot clock. Heemster will get things in to Logan Kale on the far side of the floor. Kale dribbles it to the top of the key. Bounce pass goes inside. Kitten with the ball. Kitten puts up a shot off the window. That one falls off of the front iron. No good. Rebound comes down to DWU. Larson with the ball. Larson looking into uh, Hoagland into the fourth court now. Top of the key to Kramer. Over here to Hoagland. He drives. The shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Misses on the drive. And a rebound comes down to Kitten for Hastings. Down to Heemstra. We're down to 249 to play in the ball game. Hastings still with a nine-point lead. 62-58. to 58. Dakota Wesleyan has lost only three games all year. They're ranked number 10 in the country. They're 17-3. and three. There's Heemstra to the basket. He's going to be blocked, and the ball is recovered here by Larson for DWU. Larson gets it to Oppold. Oppold will come back the other way against Loposki. Out on top, here's Kramer for three. Shot is up there, no good. Heemstra with a rebound. Mason Heemstra is flat getting the job done for Hastings College here tonight. He grabs the board there. We're down to two minutes and 12 seconds to play. Hastings still leading by nine points in this one. 67 to 58. Loposki has got the ball out here in three-point territory. He's going to be fouled in the play here by Colin Oppold. Now remember, Dakota Wesley has got a couple of fouls to waste. That's only the fifth team foul called on the Tigers in the second half. Hastings is already over the uh, seventh foul limit. The Tigers will shoot free throws down the stretch here. Dakota Wesleyan's got a couple of the waste. We're under two minutes to play. Hastings still with a nine-point lead. Here's Heemster at the free-throw line. Dumps it away to Kitten. He's going to be fouling the play there. Zach Kitten is going to go to the free-throw line. Fouling the play here by Dakota Wesleyan. The Tigers have lost to the Broncos the last two times we have faced them here in the Corn Palace. Oppold picks up the personal foul. That's going to be his third. Hastings sneaking out of here a season ago with a two-point win here. Shot is up there from the free-throw line by Zach Kitten. That's going to be good. He's now four out of five from the free-throw line. Hastings won last year 79-77. to 68-58 right now. Hastings with a 10-point lead. Next shot is up there. It's going to be in and out. No good by Kitten. Zach's got 14 in the ball game now. Here comes Ty Hoagland back for the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. 
Here's a Kramer. Stopped with three. Is up there. No good. Rebound. Mason Heemstra. Heemstra with a board. He gets it here to a Kale, and he's going to be fouling the play by Kramer of Dakota Wesleyan. Alan Kramer picks up his third personal foul. We're down to a minute and 35 seconds to go. Hastings trying to pull off a major upset here tonight against the uh, 10th-ranked team in the country. Logan Kale to the free-throw line. Kale has got five points in the ballgame. He has not scored so far here in the second half. Shot is up there good. One of our better foul shooters now standing at the free-throw line for the Broncos. He's an 84% foul shooter on the season. Hastings looking for their third straight win and their third one of the last four games. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good. Hastings now with a 12-point lead, 70-58. to There's a shot from the top of the key by Larson. That one won't go. Boy, Dakota Wesleyan cannot buy one down the stretch here. Logan Kale with the ball here in the backcourt, and he's going to be fouled in the play. He's going to be fouled in the play here. Hoagland picks up the personal foul. That's only going to be his first foul. Going to the free throw line is going to be Logan Kale for Hastings. Kale was just there. Had a couple of free throws. Logan Kale's free throw is up there. That's going to be good. If Hastings can hang on, this will be their third straight winner, their fourth in their last five games. Broncos have a 13-point lead right now. It's 71 to 58. And Ty Hoagland, their leading scorer, is taking his seat now for the Tigers. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good by Logan Kale. He's now got nine points in the ballgame. The Broncos have a 14-point lead. Oppold to the basket. His shot is good. Colin Oppold scoring there. He's now got 24 in the ballgame. And now we have got a timeout here. We've got a timeout with a minute and 14 seconds to play in the game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 72, Dakota Wesleyan 60. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available too at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mason Heemstra is leading the way for Hastings here tonight. Heemstra has got 24 points, and he's grabbed six rebounds and has dished out three assists for the Broncos in this ball game. Mason has hit four three-pointers in the game. Zach Kitten has had a big part of this ball game as well for Hastings. Kitten with 14 points, 10 rebounds. So he's got a double-double tonight. Kitten also was an assist. He has hit 5 out of 12 from the field. Broncos have a 12-point lead, 72-60. to 60. We are approaching one minute of the play here in the ballgame. Logan Kale has got the ball. Logan Kale goes over to Heemstra. Down to Leposki in the far sideline. Leposki looking, lobs the ball inside to Hiscock. Hiscock wheeling in the lane, putting up a shot. No good. He's fouling the blank. Hiscock is also playing with four personal fouls here for Hastings. The foul there is going to go on Drew Cole, who's into the ball game now. 
Drew Cole picks up the foul. Hiscock to the line. Hiscock has got eight points in the ball game. His shot is up there. Good. Martin Hiscock will have one more. The Broncos on free throws so far tonight, 14 out of 21. Ryan Ierna is going to come into the ball game now, replacing Zach Kitten. Carson Gasselbaum also coming in for the Broncos, replacing Mason Heemstra. 52.9 seconds to play. Hastings with a 13-point lead. Next shot by Barn is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down here to DWU. They run her back the other way. This is Drew Cole with the ball. Drives into the basket. It's not good. Drew Cole scores there for Dakota Wesleyan. 73-62. to Hastings with a lead. And the Broncos have the ball. There's a Logan Kale. And now we're going to have a, a, a timeout called here. But we're going to have a substitution timeout. Broncos just wanted to get a couple of guys in the ball game here. Zach Johnson is going to come in. Eli Hunter is going to come in now for the Broncos with 36 seconds to play here in the second half, and the fans are going to start to file toward the exits here. A jammed house here tonight at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. They've seen both of their teams being handled here tonight by Hastings College, who has come to Mitchell, South Dakota on a weekday night. Thank you very much. Great Plains Athletic Conference, and the Broncos are going to hopefully come out of here with a couple of wins. Down the near sideline is a turnover there on the Broncos. Here's uh, Drew Cole with the ball. He goes underneath the hole, and the shot is up there at the end. A bucket there for uh, Dakota Wesleyan, and that's going to be uh, the final bucket of this ball game as uh, Zoff scores there, and that's going to be the ball game. Hastings College is going to get out of here with a victory, 73-64. to Hastings College upsets their second-ranked opponent in as many games. They took care of 17th-ranked Mount Marty on uh, Sunday, and now Hastings beats 10th-ranked Dakota Wesleyan tonight, 73-64. Hastings improves to 12-10 on the season. They are now 5-7 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Again, Hastings wins it 73-64. Back with the final totals after this. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. On a winning sports team, all the players work together and good things happen. And this sports broadcast on Platte River Radio happens because of a strong local team. The businesses you hear during this game know the value of advertising their message to sports fans. Our sponsors tell their story to thousands of Central Nebraska listeners every week. That helps their business grow and it makes these broadcasts possible. We'd love to have you join our sports sponsorship team. Go to platteriverradio.com slash advertise and get in the game with us. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College wins in here tonight over Dakota Wesleyan, 73-64. The Broncos led at halftime, 35-28. Hastings built a 15-point lead in the second half with about 13 minutes to go, 56-41. 
They go to Wesleyan. They pull within four points at 62 to 58 with four minutes and 57 seconds to play, but couldn't get any closer than that. And the Broncos hold off the 10th ranked team in the country tonight. Dakota Wesleyan winning by the score of 73 to 64. Mason Heemstra, 24 points in the ball game tonight for Hastings. Heemstra had 24 points and six rebounds. Zach Kitten had 14 points tonight, and he pulled down 10 rebounds, so a double-double for Kitten. Shane Chamberlain with nine. Bart Hiscock with nine. Logan Kale had nine. Bennett Leposki had five. And Carson Gasselbaum had three points in the game. Colin Oppold had 24 for Dakota Wesleyan. Ty Hoagland had 13. Nine points for Mason Larson. Six points for Jeffrey Schunk. Six points for Colin Kramer. Then they had uh, two points from Samuel McLeod and two for Drew Cole. Hastings College wins it. Final score of 73-64. to 64. We'll get you some final shooting numbers. They're brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Hastings ended up going 25 out of 49 tonight for 51%. Dakota Wesleyan, 26 out of 65 for 40%. The Broncos on three-pointers, 9 out of 19 for 47%. Dakota Wesleyan, 6 out of 27 for just 22%. Hastings from the free-throw line, 14 out of 22, 63%. Dakota Wesleyan, 6 out of 8 for 75%. And the Broncos out-rebounding Dakota Wesleyan tonight, 35-31. to Hastings with no offensive rebounds tonight, 35 on defense. Dakota Wesleyan had three offensive rebounds and 28 on defense. Hastings wins it tonight, 73-64. to Stay tuned, player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. Hastings College Basketball has been brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank with three locations in Hastings. By Bullseye's Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd Street, across the street from the water park and by the Hastings College Foundation. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Our Hastings College basketball coverage continues with the player of the game. Well, the Broncos with a uh, doubleheader sweep here tonight. The Hastings College women winning 82-58. to The Hastings College men upsetting Dakota Westland in the second ball game, 73-64. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. Gabby Grasso, 20 points in the ball game tonight. 
Sophia Pankratz had 18 points. Chandra Farmer scores a 15. Caitlin Schmidt had 13 to lead the Hastings College women's basketball team. And for the guys tonight, for Hastings, 24 points from Mason Heemstra and 14 from Zach Kitten leading the charges. We'll come back and name our players of the game. Right after this. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Our players of the game tonight for Hastings, for the Hastings College women, Gabby Grasso, who leads the way again tonight for the Broncos. 20 points in the ball game. She was 8 out of 12 from the field, 4 out of 5 from the free throw line, pulls down 6 rebounds, had 1 assist and 4 steals tonight with 4 blocked shots. She scores 20 points to lead Hastings to the win over Dakota Wesleyan, 82-58. to And for the Hastings College men, all Mason Heemstra tonight, Scores 24 points in the ball game, and again, a, a career high for his uh, second straight game. He scored 20 the other night, the other afternoon against Mount Martin, and he scores 24 here tonight. Nine out of 14 from the field, four out of six on three-pointers, two out of four from the free-throw line, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, and a block shot. As he plays uh, 32 minutes for head coach Bill Gabers tonight in the upset win, 73-64. to so Mason Heemstra and Gabby Grasso are players of the game tonight for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Basketball. You've been listening to the player of the game. Stay tuned. The coach's postgame show is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. KHAS Radio. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. It's time now for the coach's post-game show. And now, let's go back to the court to visit with tonight's coach. I'm back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell. Hastings College with a uh, victory here tonight. They're third in a the row. They're fourth in the last uh, five games. Their second straight game that we have upset a nationally ranked opponent as Brady Barrett will uh, join us again on the post-game show. And Coach... Uh, well, we play like this earlier in the season or at the midpoint where we're kind Absolutely. of struggling along. Yeah, uh, We'd be the ranked team by Absolutely, now. Absolutely, no. And and we've talked to multiple coaches. They don't want to play us late in the year. Um, it's a veteran group. We're getting on a roll. We're playing well, um, playing, you know, with a lot of energy, a lot of passion right now. Um, and this is a hard place to win. And uh, these seniors have gone 3-1 and one here. Um, so it, it huge accomplishment for them. Uh, Mason had a phenomenal game. Uh, what he's doing right now, going off 20 his last game, 24 I don't know who's going to be defense player of the year in this league, but there's no question Mason Heemstra is a defense player of the year in this league. He just, I mean, Ty Holding is a Division One basketball player in, playing NEI, and he stopped him tonight. And Ty's a great player, but Mason was 
I mean, he his defense tonight was unbelievable. He he is a defense player in the league in this league. Yeah, he drew the assignment on uh, Mount Barney, the same yeah. type of player, and shut, shut him, him down. down. Yeah. yeah, and those guys are are really good players. Mason's dad actually and Ty's dad actually played college basketball together way back when. But um, unbelievable, go on the road for a freshman, do what he did. Not only play great defense, but score twenty four points and get six rebounds. His energy, it, it, it's it's feeding off other guys. I mean, it, it is fun to watch him play basketball. Bart was in foul trouble a lot tonight, but I thought that Zach Kitten uh, really Zach stepped great, up. Yeah, yeah, he had a great game, 14-10. Um, you know, they were not doubling us, which we were shocked because the last three years against Bart, um, they have doubled, and they didn't double him. He got a little bit of foul trouble, which hurt his rhythm. Um, but he still had a couple big shots late, and then Zach played great. They didn't double-team him either, and he's a really good post player as well. Just talk about uh, Zach's effort in there. Like you said, uh, he drew most of the attention uh, late in the night. He came yeah. through, got oh. to the free throw line. Yeah, that's big. I mean, I look at this. On the road, we shot 22 free throws. I'd like to see a little better percentage in 14, 22. But we got there 22 times. They got there eight times. We kept attacking. We didn't settle for threes. They went to a uh, 3-2 zone. Um, and it's pretty easy for a team when they cut it to four points to settle for threes. But we continue to get the ball inside. Uh, I thought Shane came off the bench, hit three huge threes. Um, he played well. And then, you know, Carson came in, hit a huge three when they are in the zone. So we had a lot of guys step up tonight, um, and it was fun to watch on the road like this. Yeah, you had a 15-point lead with 13 minutes to play. They cut that lead down huh. to, to four points with about five minutes to go. Yeah. But you, you, you guys have a veteran bunch out there. We do. You, you, it, did, it, you didn't crack. Unfortunately, in the, early in the year, we lost a couple of those close games. But this is a veteran group. They've been through this before. Um, last year, we won here, and they we were up early, and they cut it to two late in the game, and then last-second shot, they missed. But um, they've been in, the, in this situation before. Mason obviously played four years of high school. He's been in this situation before. Um, they, they recruited Mason really hard out of high school as well. So um, he's been here on a visit. He knows about the Corn Palace. Um, but I'm glad he's on our side, that's for sure. You shut down uh, their big guns there tonight. Yeah. Mason was uh, one reason why, yeah. but the rest of the team. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and uh, Colin's a good player. Um, he had 24. Um, but when, when Ty Mason went – he went four or 16, but a lot of them were contested shots, tough shots. You know, every layup he had was contested. Um, so our back line of our defense did a really good job helping Mason as well. It wasn't just Mason on the ball, but Bart did a really good job down low. I know you got a couple of fouls. Zach Kitten did a good job. Um, Leposki blocked a couple. Um, I, don't, I don't see his stats on here. He did, but he contested a couple of them, and uh, he had a great game as well. So during our, our little run, has it been defense? Has been absolutely. Key? You hold Dakota Westland. They're they're used to scoring in the 70s and 80s, and they, they score 64. Um, that's pretty impressive because you play hard defense with a lot of energy. It, it translates to the offensive end. You'll get some easy hoops just by playing defense, and we've done that. We're getting the ball out and going, getting some layups. I think Mason had three steals tonight, and I think they are all layups too. Um, so that's huge. Getting easy hoops like that, that's a big part of the game. Um, and he, he's just hard guarding the half court. So he sings, uh, ended up shooting 51% for the ball game, 47% from three-point territory, 63% from the free-throw line. You're, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, go on the road shooting 51%. But, I, you know, watching the game, I would not have thought we shot 51%. I felt like we missed some bunnies late in the game, uh, more maybe at crucial times. But 51% is pretty impressive. And then holding them to 40% is unbelievable. This is a team that obviously um, scores the ball. Uh, at will in, in this league and, and scoring at home scoring they're only scoring 64 is pretty impressive yeah held them the 22 percent shooting from the arc more impressively six for 27 for yeah. three they want to shoot a lot of threes and they got him up but they only hit six of them so he sings uh wins it your your second uh, straight game Huge. Yeah, we, need, we need these um i've had a lot of alums text me um ex-basketball players hey this is a must win and i text back they're all a must win at this point so this was a must win just like you know, last Saturday was next. This Saturday is going to be a must win against Briarcliff. Um, 
And so every game on out is a must win for our guys, and we know that. Yeah, we're slowly but surely uh, sneaking our way yeah. back into oh, the picture. Absolutely. You never know what happens in the season. That's why I told our guys, hey, let's stay patient. We're going to win some close games. It's a veteran group, and we've, we're starting to close out games now. Um, and, and Saturday's a huge one because we got to keep the momentum going. And uh, so uh, – I think our guys will be focused. It's a long bus ride home. They'll have off tomorrow, get back at it Friday, and it's a huge home game Saturday against Briarcliff. Okay, we'll see you Saturday. Yeah, thanks, Mike. That's uh, Brady Barrett, the assistant coach for Hastings. Again, the Broncos winning it tonight over Dakota Wesleyan. Final score of 73-64. to Hastings will play again on the Saturday afternoon, 2 and 4 o'clock at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lynn Farrell Arena, on the air with a pregame show at 1.45 on Saturday afternoon. So, we're going to board the bus and uh, get back to town here tonight. That'll do it from the Corn Palace in Mitchell tonight. For my producer and engineer at the radio station, Stephanie Brubaker, I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good evening from Mitchell, South Dakota. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. Catch the excitement of Hastings College basketball all season long on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Hastings College Basketball is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.